It's Lou from Louder with Lou, and we are back with another episode. And today, I actually have the first hairstylist in my channel, and it is Laura Lux Hair on Instagram, and her name is Laura. Hey, I'm so happy you invited me to do this. Of course, thank you for coming. Thank you. <laughs> so, Laura. I've been wanting to know your story. Like, I want to know, like, what got you into hair? What was it that, like, this is what I want to do? Or was it something else that you wanted to do before? Or just, how'd you start? Yeah, so, um, actually, I never thought I was going to do hair. Okay. Um, it wasn't anything that, you know, ever caught my attention. Um What's funny is that before we started recording this, we were talking about how we were a little bit nervous. And um, I, um, what I really wanted to do was broadcasting communications. Wait, so, what is that? Um, so part of it was like being on the radio <gasps> or like being like a TV host and stuff. Um, that's what I thought about doing. No like, way. What? Um, so Where did this idea come from? Honestly, like, I um, I don't know. It always caught my attention uh, to be in the media. Okay. So never anything with, like, doing hair or anything. Yeah. Like um, but, you know, I went to Dubisky, okay. and um, it was a career high school, so they offered cosmetology. So at the time, I was working at Pizza Hut, and all I knew was that I wanted to get out of there. Um, <laughs> and cosmetology, I guess, was, like, a good opportunity for me to, you know, get my license and start working right after high school. Okay. And so um, I went through the program, and even then, like, I liked it, mm -hmm. but it was never like, oh, my gosh, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, and I started going to community college, and I was taking, you know, my communication um, classes and everything. So you were going through with it, yeah. like, I want to take my classes, what yes. I need for broadcasting. And I loved my classes, you know, I thought they were interesting, um, so I, I enjoyed it a lot, but um, my first job as a hairstylist was actually at a Supercuts. So okay. it was just kind of like a family salon, and um, even then, I was like, I enjoy doing this, Um you know, you like the feeling of making people feel better okay. and stuff. Um, but it was just like those, um, your typical eight hour shift. Yeah. And um, you get tired of it. Yeah. It's just such a routine. So, um, you know, I wanted to keep going with like yeah. doing my, my degree. Um, but so then in between then, I actually met um, Nubia, um, okay. who's on Instagram as Made of Egyptian Gold. Um, she was the one that, um, kind of, um, had that turnover on me with okay. like the beauty industry. Um, she was the first one to ever dye my hair and stuff. And so I remember having conversations with her about the industry yeah. and how being a hairstylist back in the day was just like, oh, she's just a hairstylist, you know, okay. like it wasn't seen as so like a So what profession. year did you start? This was 2014 was my year oh, that wow. I started working as a hairstylist. Okay. And so I met her. She told me about her plans. She was actually just going to um, open her salon. Okay. She talked to, me, uh, talked to me about coming in and stuff. And so I was super nervous because um, it was going to be completely different than what I had been doing. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to be doing hair color. I was terrified. So you color. hadn't done like any no. hair color at this point. I it was, was just, just cutting. Doing hair cutting. Oh. And so that I was nervous. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be completely different. Um, but, you know, the moment I started doing it, I fell in love with it. I was like, there's so much, you know, more behind, you know, just cutting hair. Yeah. And so little by little, you know, um, I started working with her. Um, she um, she trained me and everything. And I loved it. I loved the atmosphere in the salon. 
um, talking to the girls yeah. and, um, I mean, you're in the industry, you yeah. know, have, you have these conversations with these girls and you just connect with them. Yeah. Especially um, also, if they're doing the same thing as you. Yeah. And also just making them feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. So, um, I loved it and I feel like I started to get more and more into it mm -hmm. and, um, school just it wasn't it anymore it wasn't so yeah. what did you do with your so school you just so um I finished my associate's degree because that's what I wanted okay. to, to do because I told myself I need to finish something okay and um <laughs> because I knew to my parents it meant a lot for me to go to college okay so I finished that and um I was actually a little nervous to tell them like okay you know I think this is it um, I think I'm about to just go on the beauty industry, like, yeah. of, you know, all in. Um, and my parents were a little iffy, you know. They were? Because, yeah. Uh, what did they think? Um, it was more my mom. I okay. think for her, um, you know, she was just used to taking us to get a haircut. And I feel like she didn't want to see me just do that. You okay. Know, just cut hair all day. Um, but I explained to her, you know, um, how much the beauty industry was changing, mm -hmm. how it was no longer just like you go in and get your, you know, go in, get your hair done. It's and much more it. now. It's it, changed completely. It's changed completely. And so I feel like as time went by, she started to really see how it was changing, you know, mm -hmm. and um, how much more expensive it was getting. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, social media was just so big on it. Um, so little by little, she started to accept it more. Okay. And, um, you know, now she's all for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now she's all for it. So, um, but that, yeah, that was just, a, you know, a little bit of how I, I started and now I, I love it. I don't, yeah. I don't think I would go into the media anymore. Um, now like cameras and everything just makes me nervous. Oh like, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny because I mean, we we're just talking about yeah. this and it's like, what? <laughs> like you wanted to do this yeah, and then and see, now, now you're just doing hair. Myself, yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then, I mean, I'm going on, uh, what, like seven, eight years in now. And, oh, wow. um, it's, it's been really good. I can't okay. complain. So I feel like you've actually, I'm not calling you old, loud up, but uh, <laughs> I feel like you've been the beauty industry for quite some time because, I mean, I've only been in it for like three years. And I feel like when I came in, it was barely kind of like starting up or like not starting up, but I came in and there was all these changes already. Yeah. So I kind of feel like I didn't struggle that much as in like a booking clientele because I had a social media do you feel like social media changed anything for you um, for just sure. within like the past like six, seven years or no? Was it kind of the same thing? No, for sure. Um, social media had a lot to do with it um, because even when I started dyeing my hair in like um, 2013, mm -hmm. um, it wasn't. Um, I think that's when Instagram came out. Yeah. Like 2013 or 2012. Yeah. It wasn't I a big, say. a big deal, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, my mom even wanted me to just go get my hair done with, in, you know, the corner salon. Yeah. And just pay, <laughs> like, $30 for it and stuff. Um, but um, actually, my cousin-in-law at the time had recommended Nubia. Yeah. And uh, she had her Instagram going. Okay. And so I was, like, amazed with her work because at the time, you didn't have many girls with their Instagram profiles and everything on there. Yeah. So, um I was like in love with her work and that's how I met her. Okay. Um, and so when I started working with her, um, my biggest fear was like, you know, where am I going to get this clientele? Because my clients are mostly, you know, male clients because I was doing the haircuts. Mm. Um, I had a lot of family, okay. um, little kids and stuff. Yeah. So I wasn't going to be able to transition them into the hair color. Hey, industry, you dye your hair. You know? <laughs> Yeah, so, so it's like you were starting again from like zero with yes, clients. Okay. Yeah. And so she was the one who told me, you know, like um, social media is changing a lot. Um, just post your work. Just put it out there. We're going to build up your portfolio and, um, you know, it'll just, it'll take off from there. 
Yeah. And um, sure enough, I started posting my work and stuff. And like I said, I think at the time there wasn't a whole bunch of stylists, Mm -hmm. as many as there is now, you know, Yeah. with um, their social media posting pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that really caught people's attention. Okay. And um, so social media was part of it. And then from there on, it's kind of just word of mouth. Okay. You know, people posting your work or putting in that good review for yourself. And um, it just kind of took off from there. Yeah. But for sure, I think without social media, it probably would have been a little harder. A little harder. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, I think this is funny because I remember... Whenever I was in school, like, I think I was a freshman. Yes, I was a freshman, and I actually knew who Laura was. She probably didn't know who I was, but I knew who she was. Uh, What? We went to the same school, but I only went to Dabisky for, like, what, two years. And I was in the cosmetology program, too. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't my thing. And look where I'm at now. I'm in the beauty industry, but whatever. (laughs) And... um, yeah, so I remember being in cosmetology, and I would always see, like, these girls. I think it was, like, four or five of y'all that would always be uh-huh. together, and y'all are in cosmetology. But, you know, like, we would hear about y'all going to, like, state competition and things like that, you know? So I'd be like, oh, my gosh, like, I want to be them. Yeah. I'm like, I want to <laughs> do hair, too. Because at the time, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to give it a try. Hair was never my thing, but since I was in cosmetology, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try because I don't want to do it. But I was like, you know what? Like, these girls are doing it. Like, it looks so cool. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I remember I was actually there whenever you finished your hours. Oh. Because we had class that day. And, you know, like, everybody would come out and say congratulations, and you would finish your hours. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I want that to be me. (laughs) I want to finish my hours. So I just think it's crazy because it's like, oh, my gosh, like, now, you know, Laura is one of my friends. And honestly, it was – I feel like it was mainly because of social media. That's also when I started seeing your work and stuff. And I'm like, damn, like, she's been doing hair for a while now. And I'm like, I'm barely coming in. So, and that was like three years ago. So I feel like that's why like social media, I never saw it, I guess back then as like a business way. And like now I'm like, it's all it is, a lot of business. And it's like, if you don't have your business on social media, you're really missing out on a huge crowd because I mean, it's social media. Everything's on social media. Yeah. Everything's on there. And I was just like you. I mean, I had people that I... um, I also followed before, and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, like, they're amazing. I would love to meet them. Their work is awesome. And then you end up becoming friends with them through social yes. media. And stuff. So, yes, yes, yes. Um, I think that's what I like about the industry, too, about the beauty industry. It doesn't matter if you do lashes, if you're a hairstylist, if you do brows. Um, we're kind of just all in, you yes. know, the same and um, just connecting with each yes. other. And it's so much fun to just be around, like, a lot of girls that have the same goals as you and just Very true. keep growing in the industry. I feel like somehow we're all connected. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't know somebody, well, so-and-so knows somebody because, you know, yeah. I get that done with, you know, with me or whatever. Like, she comes and gets her hair done with me. Like, I've had a few clients where, you know, I like their hair and I ask them, oh, like, who did your hair? Like, it looks good. And then they're like, oh, like, her name is Laura Lux Hair. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, I know her. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like, I, you know, it's a cool feeling because it's like, oh, like, they all support like small businesses and it's all around here. And then, I mean, it's just kind of running around the same crowd. I feel like, Almost everybody in Dallas knows each other or somehow. Like DFW yeah. area, we all know each other. Yeah. We're not far apart. <laughs> so, Laura, do you feel like in your years of, like, learning of hair and everything, um, do you see yourself going back to, like, school or, you know, to keep going with, like, the broadcasting? Or, yeah. or do you feel like you'd want to go for something else? Or, like, hair, like, hair is your thing? Um. I've thought about it before. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, just people, Some uh, they've asked me before, like, oh, do you think you would ever, like, is hair what you're going to do for the rest yeah. of your life? 
Um, at one point, I did think about going back to school, um, but I just don't have, um, I wouldn't say like the motivation anymore. Um, it's just, I feel like my passion, I found it's it, hair. you know, yeah. and it's hair and I enjoy it. And um, I don't go to work thinking like, oh, I have work. Yeah. You know? It's more like, oh. Um, yeah. It's just, oh, I'm going to do what I like to do. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to change that. I okay. don't think um, I would want to change that. Um, I'm happy where I'm at and stuff. And what I like about the beauty industry is you can always keep on growing. That is so you know, true. If, if I, um, you're, you'll never get, you're never going to feel stuck to where, um, okay, like, um, you know, that's all. That's all I'm yeah. going to do. It's always changing. Yeah, it's always changing. Um, I mean, I'm sure when you started, it was one thing, and now it's a whole different thing. It is. Um, and so that's what I like about it. Um, I also feel like I've already put so much work, so many years into it. And so um, to change now would it's be... kind of like, what? Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, it would be like starting all over. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I just, it's my comfort zone now, and I enjoy it, and... I can always keep growing in it, so I wouldn't Very really true. see myself doing something else. Awesome. Not anymore. Same here. That's how I feel. I feel like even before lashes, I'm like, damn, what was I doing with my life? Yeah. I'm like, my life was boring. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> the beauty industry is kind of like if you're in high school again. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily like the drama and things like that because – you can definitely get involved and do all that, get messy if you want to. Yeah. But, I mean, you went through it in high school. Why would you go through it again? Yeah. You just know better. <laughs> but um, I feel like it's really what you make it. You know, how you make connections here, you make connections over there. It's I feel like it's an endless possibility of doing so many things. And, I mean... I've seen it, like, firsthand with a lot of friends, you know, that do it in the beauty industry. So that's awesome that, you know, hair is yeah. your passion and you want to keep doing that. Do you see yourself, like, going into teaching or just taking more, like, classes or anything or just um, behind the chair? For sure, um, taking cl classes myself. Okay. Um, because I feel like part of it, it's, you know, being in the industry also is – want to keep up with what's new you want to keep yeah. going um so being part of a class for sure um teaching myself I don't know <laughs> um, maybe if it was like a one-on-one -on -one, super personal okay. yeah um it's just not my thing I yeah I would be so <laughs> nervous um maybe if it was a little bit more personal um but I don't know about you know, making, yeah. it's just not my thing. Yeah, for it to be. makes sense. I've been trying to, I want to get into teaching. Mm -hmm. I do. I and can see you doing it. Until like the salon is ready because, you know, I want to give everybody that experience, mm -hmm. but it does give me like, get me really nervous because yeah. it's, it's a huge thing. Like you're actually teaching somebody like what you know. And sure. it's, I mean, it's kind of like up to you uh -huh. for them to learn, you know? Or at least to give them that experience and give them all the information they need to start. But I can, I mean, it's hard, you know? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you, like, about classes. So I don't really know about, I guess, like, hair classes. How does that work? Like, is it, like, a two-day class, a one-day class? Like, how um, are these? Because I just know about lashes. <laughs> I think it just depends um, what you're wanting to learn. Um, okay. There is... Um, some that are just like a one-day thing um and then there's some that are like a two-day thing um like for example i'm currently um wanting to get more into extensions okay and so there's so many different techniques you know on how to install in extensions so um that would be like a two-day class okay um if you're just going more for like um the style because you know even just learning you know uh, being in the industry and posting on social media there's also classes on how to take your pictures oh you know for yeah, your clients that is true get the perfect shot of the hair um so those would be like a one-day class okay. um 
the hair color and stuff um, could also be like a one day or two day. It just really depends. Okay. Um, but there's just like a variety of Okay, them. so it's pretty similar to lashes because sometimes lashes can be like a one day and a two day class. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'd always wondered that because I'm like, I mean, if you're dyeing somebody's hair, I mean, it would take kind of a while. You're kind yeah. of there the whole day, right? Oh, yeah, you're I'm there. I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> Most classes are always about like eight hours or so. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's like an yeah. all day thing. Yeah. Um, you're there. All day. <laughs> have you ever had a <laughs> horror story or like that you ruined somebody's hair or like what was the worst story like or worst hair that you've done or I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> um, I've had this question get asked from Almost all my clients are really? always wondering, like, oh, my gosh, what's been the worst? You know, have you ever had a horrible client or, like, your horror story? Yeah. Um, and I don't have one. What? Um, I know it sounds crazy, um, but I've never had a client that, um, you know, has given me such a bad experience. You're always going to have those, you know, that are sometimes not always happy with what you did. Mm-hmm. Um, or the communication wasn't there. Um, but it's never gotten out of hand to where I've ever been like, oh, my gosh, this was, like, the yeah. worst day. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I get asked that question all the time. And I'm like, you know what? Thankfully, it's never gotten there. You've never ruined anybody's um, hair. <laughs> thank- <laughs> I mean, maybe she people good. think I ruined their hair. And I didn't think I ruined their hair. Yeah. Um, I mean... I would say maybe, like, the worst was, like, at the beginning when you're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never seen, like, for example, somebody's hair break off or okay. fall off or anything like that. Um, but I always had, like, somebody helping me or somebody, like, being my mentor okay. and kind of telling me, like, yeah. okay, this is what can happen. So um, just being behind the chair and seeing someone's hair fall off, I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, what's You're going like, on? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, you know, Nubi actually, one thing that really stuck with me with doing hair color was always, like, there's always going to be a way to fix it. Okay. So that kind of stuck with me, you know, like, there's always going to be a time to fix it, so a way to fix it. So every time... You know, maybe the communication's not there with a the client. You know, I don't mind um, fixing it or, okay. you know, doing something yeah. else different. Um, but it's never been, you know, like I said, anything crazy to yeah. where I can tell people this crazy story <laughs> or somebody hated their hair. Um, like I said, I'm sure, you know, there's been times where not everybody's happy. You're not everyone's stylist and stuff. That's very true. Um Cause you may love somebody's work and then it just didn't work out with you. You know? Um, I mean, I've seen it with like makeup artists as well, Mm -hmm. um, where you love their work and stuff and then you get your makeup done and you know, it just wasn't, it it didn't work for you. It didn't work out for you, but that doesn't mean their work is horrible. It Mm -hmm. just didn't work out with you. So that's the way I see it with hair as well. Um, to where sometimes my work may not, you know, it's not going to fit everybody. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like I no said, it's a story, question guys. that everybody <laughs> asks me. And I'm like, I really try hard to think for, like, when it's been, like, the worst. And I don't think it's ever gotten like yeah. that for me to have a story. And I you hope know. it doesn't get there. That is good. That is good. Don't jinx her, I hope her, it guys. never gets <laughs> No, that's really good. You know, I actually do have one. And mine was, it was more weird. I felt like it was a little weird because it was kind of when I was starting, it was maybe like my first year. Maybe I had like six months, eight months doing lashes. And um, I have this client and she's a new client and she booked with me. And I still remember it was a Wednesday because I went out to eat with my friend. And that evening I didn't have, no, it was a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And it was, we were out eating and I remember because, you know, I didn't have a client that evening, so I was like, yes, I can go out to eat. We went out to eat, and my mom and my brother called me, and they're like, hey, like, do you have a client? Because there's a car out there waiting for you, or we think it's for you. And I'm like, no. I'm like, but let me check my schedule. Maybe I got confused with the days or something, and I looked at my schedule, and I'm like, no, I don't know who 
that person is outside, I'm out eating, whatever. Then they call me again, like 30 minutes later, and they're like, hey, like this person just told me that they're looking for you. Like they got off the car and they spoke to my brother and they're like, hey, like I have an appointment with Lou or whatever. And my brother tells me and I'm like, did you get her name? Because I don't have anybody on my books. Like I there's no way like if you're not on my books, we don't have an appointment. So then um, I finally got an email from her and there was no way I could like text her because I don't know who it was. And when my brother told her like, oh, my brother ended up telling her like, oh, um, she's just my neighbor because my brother was like, I don't know if I don't know who she is. Maybe she's here to, I don't know, do something. <laughs> so my brother didn't want to give out too much information. And then finally I get an email and it's from that client. And she's like, hey, I have an appointment at 8, at 8 p.m., but I've been out here for, like, almost an hour, and nobody has, like, helped me out. Like, I was supposed to have an appointment with you today. And, you know, she's just pretty much going off. And I'm like, oh, like, hi, um, can I see, like, a reminder or anything that you booked an appointment with me? Uh, her, like, at name or whatever, like, on Gmail was a little weird, so it didn't say her name. And then she sends me her name and everything. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. It was for tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, well, there it goes, you know. And that's not the end of the story. So that's how I started off. And then this client, she kind of became a regular. But every now and then she would kind of like no show me. She would show up when she would want to show up late, always be talking on the phone and stuff. And, you know, after a certain point, it kind of does get annoying because it's like you're not respecting my time. You're moving, and I'm over here trying to finish your lashes, do them with the time that we have after you already got here 30 minutes late, and I'm still doing them. And I'm seeing you in the evening time. So then one day, like, she no-shows me or after, like, two times, and I'm like, that's it. I'm not going to take her as a client anymore. She ends up booking again, and I cancel her appointment, and I let her know, hey, like, I'm sorry. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to do your lashes anymore and like I'm just not the lash artist for you and she was like no like I'll pay you extra I'll pay you more like what do you want and like just do my lashes and I was like no like I just can't like I've given you so many chances that at this point like I'm not willing to like I don't even want to try it anymore and um I feel like that is important you know to set boundaries with people because if not they just keep doing it and one day I get this new client she booked and you know I go out there because I'm home based so I go out there open the gate for her and I bring her in but this whole time I'm like yeah I know this girl like who is she <laughs> and it's the same client that you I just fired under another name under another name <laughs> and when she came in the room like I was so shocked that I was like hold up I know this girl and I told her, I'm like, wait, I was like, haven't I done your lashes before? And she's like, oh, yeah, you've done them before. But this was my friend's appointment. And she said she wasn't going to make it. So I just came to take it for her. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, bro, like, I don't want to do your lashes. Like, especially not after this. You booked under a whole other person. And she even put a picture on her profile picture. Like, trying to, I guess, make it seem like it was somebody else. And then I told her, I'm like, oh, okay, well, unfortunately, I won't be able to do your lashes. I was like, because this was your friend's appointment, and also you got here late. And she was like, so how can I get in and book with you? So that's when I knew, I'm like, damn, like, you straight up lied to me. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, like, after that, I was like, I need to be more strict. And that's when I kind of changed, like, my booking and stuff, because I was like, this is, this is my house. And, I mean, people are weird. Yeah. People are weird. They always ask me that if I would ever do it from home. Yeah. And I'm like, probably not. No. Nope. Um, because of these stories that I hear and also, um, I don't know, it's just creepy. People are creepy. It is, yes. Um, but, you know, I think even though I've been in the industry for about eight years, I'm still learning mm -hmm. how to, like, set my boundaries. Yeah. Um, and how to tell people, like, okay, maybe you're just not the client for me. Okay. Um, because I feel like sometimes I'm, like, I'm so nice. And so then 
you get people do it over and over again. Yes. And it still takes me a lot to be like, okay, I'm not going to do your hair. Because yeah. Because you showed up late. Have you ever told somebody, like, I can't do your hair anymore? I haven't. You haven't? I haven't told them that I can't do their hair. Um, I mean, I just pretty much it just cuts down into their time, like, to not be able to style okay. their hair anymore and stuff. Yeah. So I do tell them, like, okay, you know, you were this amount minutes late, so I'm not going to be able to style your hair. Yeah. Um, but I hate that because I feel like then I can't give them the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Um, if I just let them leave with their hair wet, you know? Um, so I still have to get better at that. Um, I have people sometimes cancel the day before and I don't know, maybe they're making, you know, a sad story up or maybe they're not, but you never know. I want to be so understanding with them. Um, and you know, Ugo tells me all the time, (laughs) um, but it's just so hard and, um, I'm working on it. You know, I've talked to like a lot of people in the, in the industry and they're just like, you just have to grow. Like you have to, um, because if not, it's going to keep on yeah. happening. So I'm still working on that. And it sucks because you have to have like these uncomfortable conversations with people. And it's like, yeah. I really don't want to have these conversations with you. Like, it's so easy, you know, to say like, hey, I am running late, or like, hey, can I just reschedule for another time and then book it for a later time if you know you can't make it at that time? And I know, like, things happen, you know, but come on, how many times does it happen, you know? Yeah. Like, how many times actually? So I feel like I still struggle with that too sometimes because I still like to give you chances. I don't want to cut you off just simply, you know, because you were late the first time. It does happen. Yeah. But after, you know, they're doing it and keep doing it, you definitely do need to have that conversation with them. And that's good that you haven't had to yeah. because it's so awkward. And it's like, I don't want you thinking that I'm this person that's disrespectful or thinking like, oh, my gosh, like she didn't want to take me in, you know. But it's like you need to respect my business, like how I respect you yeah. and your time because we literally block off this time for them. And then just for somebody to be like, oh, well, I can't, or this happened and stuff. And sometimes it's probably a lie. Sometimes it probably is true. Yeah. Have you had anybody that, like, or how do you deal with, like, no-shows or? Um, like I said, I feel or like. Or reschedules under 24 hours. Yeah. Um, I try to be very understanding. Okay. I, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm super flexible. And, um, but. Like you mentioned, I feel like if it's happened more than once, I'm just like, okay, you know, I, I need that's to. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, I'll just deny their appointment, you know. Oh, But really? I won't have that conversation with them anymore. I'll kind of just deny that appointment. And if they reach out like, hey, why'd you deny my appointment? Then I'll have the conversation yeah. with them. Um, but I haven't had to. Okay. So, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they like, get it. Yeah. And you see... They do get it yeah. because they know what they're doing, but they're just trying to see how much they can get away with. Yeah, And um, I mean, most of, you know, I feel like for the most part, everybody shows up to their appointment. Okay. Um, I feel like when I had the most no shows was probably during like COVID season. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, you had to be very flexible with that yeah yeah definitely somebody could literally test positive from one day to another literally or in hours yes so i just you know you just there's not there's not much you can do with Mm -hmm. that um but yeah i mean for the most part um if it's a regular you know that i know yeah she's pretty honest um if it's like a new client like i said and it keeps on happening then i just start denying their appointments really Girl, why aren't you charging them a fee? Do you? I have in the past. Okay. Um, but, like, it just it varies in the situation. Okay. Um, there has been times, you know, where I've just had to um, mm-hmm. because, you know, um, I'm not sure how long it takes to do lashes. It takes anywhere from, like, two hours to three hours. Okay. And, see, for us, it can take literally between four hours to even eight hours so that's one thing that people sometimes don't understand that if you're canceling the day of, you just blocked it's off like my day. entire day of work. Yeah. 
or at least part of it, you know? And so, um, you know, if it's something because they tested positive for COVID and stuff, you know, I try to be understanding, like I said, um, especially if it's a regular client, Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, okay, no worries. Um, but if it's like a new client and you know, they have no sort of communication with me, I'm going to charge them. Yeah. Okay. It's an entire day of work for me, you know? Um, that's my biggest thing that I'm super flexible, but you have to have that communication with me. Yeah. And, you know, just have that communication with me. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and I'll be understanding and stuff. Um, but there is those times that, you know, they'll communicate and they'll tell me like, Hey, I'm not able to make it, but I still have to charge them because Mm -hmm. they have to understand that that's like my entire day of work. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that I have to do it. But I keep trying to, like, remind myself, like, you have to. Yeah. Because this is your livelihood. This mm-hmm. is how, you know, this is your job. This yeah. is everything, you know. How you pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've, I've had to do that as well. And um, I have had, I mean, I guess clients get upset about it. Okay. Um, like, one, of, one client I had... Um, she just pretty much straight up told me, like, oh, I feel like you just see me as a money sign. <gasps> and um, I I just knew, okay, you know, she's not the client for me. <laughs> um, my thing was she was canceling an hour before her appointment. And um, or even like 30 minutes. I think her appointment was like at 5 and then at 4.30 or 4 something. She was like, hey, I'm still at work. I'm not going to be able to make it. Wow. So it was like most of the time, if you know you're busy at work or they ended up like telling you can't leave early or anything Mm -hmm. like that, she could have let me know like hours before. Hours before. Or, you know, to instead of having me, she was actually my last client for the day. But it's just the fact that I sat there and just waited for her. Mm-hmm. And then she decides to tell me like 30 minutes before, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. Yeah. Um, when I could have just, you know, left for the day earlier. So what would you tell her after she told you like, you only see me as a money sign? I Maybe I do. And took what? Me, <laughs> <laughs> it took me some time to reply because okay. I feel like a kind of um, – I was a little frustrated that she even said that because she wasn't a new client. Um, She had actually been my client for some time already. Oh, wow. And um, we've had, um, we were pretty good at communicating and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, There was one time where I booked her for a Sunday. I don't work on Sundays. Um, And I came in on my day off. Yeah. So for her to come in and... um, I messaged her, you know, because um, she, so she didn't show up to her appointment. And I messaged her and she was like, I'm so sorry, girl. I completely forgot about my appointment. But because she's a regular and I'm like, okay, I trust her, you know, I know yeah. like sometimes it does happen. You know, you wake up and you're like, oh crap, I had an appointment yes. today. I didn't make it. So that happened once and I didn't charge her either for not showing. And it was my day off. So. You know, the second time it happened, um, that's when I, when she told me that, it made me a little frustrated. Yeah. Because I was like, I've been flexible with you and your schedule, um, but I could have charged you last time the full service for not showing up. Um, But instead, you know, I was super um, flexible with you as well. I was like, okay, no. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Cool. you know, I drove, I'll just drive back home. Like, that's <laughs> fine. Um, but then, you know, that second time it happened, I had to take time and, like, really think about, because you still want to keep it professional. Yeah, of course. Um, but, um, you know, I explained to her the situation. I'm like, hey, this is how I make my money. And just like you wouldn't like to get to work and then be like, oh, we actually don't need you today. You know, what if you were counting on those Mm -hmm. hours for your paycheck or to make your money? Um, That's kind of how we feel when people don't show up to their appointment. Um, Like, we're just not going to make our money. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had to take time and just reply in a super professional way. And um, I don't even remember if she replied after that. 
Um, but she had a future appointment scheduled and she just canceled it. And I mean, yeah. ever since, I, I think it kind of just made sense for the both of us. Like, you know, I'm just not the stylist for mm-hmm. you and maybe you're not the client for me. And, you know, you'll probably need somebody else to be a lot more flexible than I yeah. was. <laughs> I mean, but, you were already being flexible with yeah. her. But, and you see, I feel like with the whole beauty industry growing, a lot of that has to do with that, you know. People think you can just no-show just because. Or, you know, it's not a big deal. But I feel like back then it wasn't, I don't know, I just feel like it was, I guess, easier. Or if you're a hairstylist, lash artist, nail artist, it kind of, I feel like they look kind of like down on you, you know? And over the years, like, this has changed. Especially, you know, like, you're your own boss. So... A lot of that, I feel like it has so much to do with it. And I'm not trying to say, like, specifically this type of crowd, but I feel like older people have a hard time understanding that. And I think it's because, you know, we were so used to going into, like, a hair salon, a nail salon, and um, not booking an appointment. No, you you never book an appointment. Uh, You just walk in, and... um, if somebody did have an appointment booked or they call ahead that they were mm-hmm. coming in and they don't show up, oh, there's, you know, there's people in the waiting area and you'll just yeah. take another one. And so it doesn't affect it. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's completely changed, you know, and oh, we're yeah. trying to give the client the experience and the best we can do to like give them, you know, for them to enjoy that service. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't ever double book. I always just have like, my time blocked off for like Mm -hmm. that one client and I focus on them from beginning to end. That's awesome. And so focus on that. Yeah. And so whenever that happens to where they don't show, it's not like I have a backup Mm -hmm. or I can call somebody and be like, Hey, be here in five minutes. (laughs) But you know that, um, it already messes with my schedule and my work. So that's why it's, I guess a little bit more frustrating and Mm -hmm. I can see how older people, you know, it's like, how is she going to charge you for not showing yes. up? Like you had to go pick up your kids, uh-huh. you know? Um, but I feel like they also have to be understanding about that, that um, like I said, I block off my time specifically for them and I don't have that backup that maybe we had. Cause I don't take walk-ins Yeah, and it happens, you know, for nail artists too. They no longer yeah. have people waiting, but you block off your time for them and you want to give them, your time and that experience mm-hmm. make it worth it oh for sure um so it i think that's why it's a lot more frustrating now it is it is you know and it's actually i think it's pretty funny because i've had my mom like i tell her about some of the experiences i've gone through and i've even had to explain to her look mom this is yes. why this client has to pay me or because they know showed me after so many times or you know we've gone through so many things and she's not respecting my business and now that she sees it from my point of view she's always like all about yes you need to show up to your appointment because I felt like my mom she used to not be like that she would be the type to no show you she really would but now she's like oh, no, like, I can't do that. I have an appointment. I have to do this. No. And same with tips. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is a huge debate, but with tips, um, I don't know how y'all feel about them, but tapes are – I said tapes. <laughs> I'm dead. I said tapes. <laughs> I mean tips. <laughs> um, with tips, I feel like, yes, they're amazing if you give tips, but I don't think – they are um, mandatory to do them. Um, sure. It's, I feel like it's more of, um, I mean, if you want to, you can. It is appreciated. But I know some people don't tip, and that's fine. Um, some people do. And that's awesome. Like, I'm so glad you do tip me, and that makes me really happy. But at the end of the day, I don't count your tip. Mm-hmm. So the way I see my money is, like, just my set. So for example, I charge 300 for a set. Then I'm not expecting, oh yeah, I'm going to get like 350. I'm going to get 310. I'm going to get 315. I'm going to get 305. No, I don't see it like that. I always make sure to just count the set. And I feel like if you're expecting tips, then 
you should just include it in your set already. Mm -hmm. If that's how much you're expecting, then just include it in your set or whatever um, service you're giving. You should include it just so you don't get disappointed <laughs> or you yeah. get mad at somebody because, yes, I feel like with any type of beauty service, it is a type of lifestyle, yeah. you know? And sure. You don't need to dye your hair. Do you need it? No, you don't. But it's it's a luxury, you yeah. know? If you can dye your hair, get your nails done, your lashes done, everything, that's awesome. And, you know, some people are on a budget, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's, I mean, you should find a way to find your pricing, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, or what do you think about tips? No, I agree. Um, I mean, I appreciate it because I know everybody works hard for their money. Yeah, of course. Um, so they're highly appreciated, but I also don't expect it, you know, or... I don't see it as like, oh, she didn't like her hair because she didn't tip me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like you said before, that's why we have our pricing mm -hmm. um, because that's how we make our money and we're not expecting a tip and stuff. Um, I've worked in the service industry, you know, like I mentioned, I cut hair when I started. Um, I worked at Pizza Hut when I started. So I understood how um, – you know the meaning of tips and oh stuff. yeah um but that's why you know when you have your own business you put your pricing yeah you know, because you don't want to be like just leaning on tips mm -hmm. and um but you know I agree with with what you say um, yeah. they're appreciated um I'm always you know so um appreciated when people tip me and stuff because like I said I know that people work hard for their money mm -hmm. And sure. whenever they, you know, appreciate your work and then they still want to give you extra, um, that means a lot to us. It does. It does. Whether if it's literally a dollar, five dollars, it's 15, 50, 100, whatever you want to yeah. give. It's literally like you didn't have to give me that, no. but you chose to give me mm -hmm. that. And it's like, oh, wow. OK, thank you. Yeah. I do appreciate yeah, it. But I mean, I know some people they're like, yes, you have to give tips. Like if you're getting a service, like you have to get it. Um, you have to give a tip in order, you know, to get a service done. And it's like, I mean, to each its own. But if you're trying, if you're trying to fight it that much, just go up on your prices. Yeah. Include it already. And I mean, you won't have to get mad when somebody doesn't tip you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. So do you feel like, like COVID changed anything with you? And like the hairstyling, like with work were you really affected by it or um not much i feel like uh in a in a way you know of course if you're um independent mm -hmm. i think a lot of us did get affected because we didn't work for about two months yeah. you know um and um so yeah in a way it did but coming back um i feel like it was even for the better yeah. I feel like I've been the busiest I've ever been. Um, and I don't know what changed, you know, with COVID and stuff. I don't know if people were just tired of seeing their hair yeah. at home. Their grays were grown out. Yeah. Self-care. <laughs> I think so, too. You know, we were stuck just looking at ourselves every single day, um, just scrolling through social media and stuff. But um, it actually affected me in a good way. Okay. Um, like I mentioned, I've been the busiest I've ever been. And I've actually talked to a lot of other people in the beauty industry and mm -hmm. I've asked the same thing. And, um, a lot of them have told me the same. You I know, agree with you. We've been the busiest we've ever been. And it may be like what you said, self-care. Um, I think that has a lot to play in it because I mean, I would, it wasn't bad before COVID. Like, yeah, you know, um, I was busy, but not like like hit busy like oh my gosh I want to stop <laughs> yeah. but I feel like after COVID it did change yeah. um, I felt like it's probably I mean being stuck you know inside or yeah you can go outside but you can't go out do yeah. anything and I think it has to do a lot with self-care people do I mean they want to treat themselves yeah. and I mean if you can do it <laughs> no that's awesome that you know you stayed busy you're still busy do you know what's going to be like the next thing for you and everything you're doing? Um, I for sure, um, 
you know, wanna. So I've always just stuck to doing hair color uh-huh. and haircuts. But uh, like I mentioned before, I want to expand and I want to try to get into more of hair extensions. Yes, and stuff. yes. So I think that's that. um, the next move for me and stuff. And um, I don't. So people always ask me if I will ever open my own salon. Yes. Because um, I know a lot of people always see it as like that's the next step. Uh-huh. You know. For me, it's a little bit different. Okay. I actually don't think I would ever open a salon. Um, Why is that? I um, I just feel like the business side of it, it's just not my thing. You know, okay. like I love to come and do people's hair and that's about it. And I, I gotta actually, go. Yeah, and I gotta <laughs> go. I, um, I'm not that big on like the business side of it. Yeah. Um, or just like depending on other people for like the business to work. I know there's you know, awesome people out there who it works out for them. Yeah. You know, I know you're more into like the business side of it and stuff. I just, I feel like I struggle a little bit more. And I've always um, said this, that I feel like if I ever was to even jump into that, Mm -hmm. I probably would not be doing hair anymore. I would Uh, have to like slowly focus on just business Business. itself. Um, I mean, I think I would want to expand my space. Um, right now, you know, I do work uh, with someone by my side. Um, so expanding it in a way to where I'm just by myself and mm-hmm. stuff, um, have a bigger room to where um, I can service a little yeah. bit more people and stuff. But I don't know about ever opening a salon. Uh, like I said, I love to come to work, uh, you know, just work, do my stuff. And then, like, okay. you know, close the door and I'm That's out. That's it. Yeah. That's it for the day. I'm enjoying my weekend. It's, it's um, there. Yeah. But it's just, um, I don't know, you know, just I've worked for hair salons before and there's just so much more to it than just doing hair. Yeah. And, um, you know, finding the right people to work with, um, it's just a lot. And so I feel like sometimes it takes away from enjoying what you'd like yeah. to do. And so that's why I like to just keep it just me and stuff. Um, I don't mind working with other people at all. Um, I enjoy it as well, but I like to just be responsible of my own. And, um, you know, if somebody had an issue with their hair or something, you know, for me and them to just Mm -hmm. communicate. If something is missing, uh, if something went wrong, it all comes back to me. Yeah. You know, um, it's nobody else yeah, or you don't have to represent somebody else. And you see, yeah. that scares me. There is a part of me where it's like, you know, I'm opening my salon and everything. And it's like, fuck, I didn't know I had to do all this. Yeah. Some days I have breakdowns. I bite my nails <laughs> and my eye has been twitching for like the past three weeks nonstop. It'll just randomly twitch like go like this and I'm yeah. like oh my gosh here I am stressed again and yeah you know and that's okay I feel like some people need to understand that too that yeah. if you don't want to do something you don't have to do it just because everybody else is yeah. doing it and part of me I was like before I got into you know trying to get my own salon was like I was like telling myself is this something you want to do do you see people doing this you know that it's like you feel like you have to do this yeah so that's what I kept asking myself because it's like you know like I don't want to jump in and then regret it later on Mm -hmm. because some days I'm on top of the world and I'm like oh my gosh like yes I'm doing everything good and then you know one day you get a bad like um bad news and you're like fuck like is this even worth it Mm -hmm. so it is a lot of work and just how you said you know that maybe if you were to open up your own salon one day that you may have to step back from sitting behind the chair, setting up behind the chair, I think I'm going to have to do that eventually. Yeah. And see that it scares me. me. (laughs) I'm like, I can't, I can't. Cause yes, I love doing lashes and sometimes I am overwhelmed and I do want to take a break, but to completely Mm -hmm. just leave it. And So yesterday I was literally at a lash class and they were talking about how once you have 
not necessarily just managing like if you're commission based or rent based that's fine but once you start having about three to five people Mm -hmm. and not including yourself that you will have to step back and I've been trying to tell myself that and I'm like okay like Lupita you're gonna do this and like you need to be okay with it and Mm -hmm. it just part of it breaks my heart a little because it's like oh my gosh like everything I'm growing it's because of lashes yeah but um so yeah like if definitely like if it's not in it for you you don't have to do it don't feel like you're forced to do it because you see everybody doing it I mean only some people are willing to do it it is a lot of work um but I mean even just having your own business just yourself it's still a lot of work oh yeah you have to order product you have to make sure everything's okay like just running so much it's it's a lot just being awesome. a small business owner it's a lot it takes a toll on you and then especially whenever it comes to friends mm-hmm. or family like it it can really take a toll on you if you let it yeah but honestly like i, I feel like i'm just preparing myself like okay lupita like you're not going to work so much you're yeah. going to be on the business <laughs> side of it and i'm okay with that I am okay with it. Um, I'm excited. It's something new. And, I mean, my dad, you know, he kind of owns, like, his own, like, business. Like, he's kind of, um, he has somebody, like, higher up than him. But still, he's, like, managing himself. So, I'm like, you know what? Like, my dad can do it. And, I mean, he doesn't know. Like, he barely knows any English. And I'm like, you know, and I'm fluent in English. I'm like, I know I can do it, right? (laughs) So... And just being, I guess, like, the first one in my family to do it, I'm like, fuck, like, nobody can tell me, like, hey, do this. I'll help you with this or that. I've been trying to figure out everything myself. And I feel like that's what really kind of, like, kicks into me because I'm like, oh, my gosh, can I do it? But it's literally you just have to ask. But it's going to be so rewarding for you. you know? It better be because it's too much work. <laughs> And guys, like if y'all didn't know, um, Laura's gonna be joining me at Claire de Lune. And I am so excited for that because what so far, I mean the only people I'm telling y'all about right now, I mean it's Naira and Laura, and you know, Laura's gonna be doing hair and and she's gonna be her own boss, but just to have her in there, I love her vibe, I love everything about her, she's so awesome. And I mean just I actually reached out to her because I love the way she carries herself with her business. And I feel like that says a lot about a person. And I mean, I want people that are ready, you know, that they know what they're doing already to them. It's, you know, I don't have to worry about, Oh, um, your clients or anything like, you know how it is. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason. Like, you know, I have to reach out to Laura and, you know, ask her and she's, if if she's about it and I mean she is and I'm excited that she's going to be a part of this and I'm going to get to see her every day and I can't wait to plan out things for her because what you're expecting you're expecting Laura what so so I am expecting um first time first first time oh my goodness congratulations (laughs) thank you so uh, right now that you were asking me, you know, what's my next step or how I feel about expanding, um, I already feel like that's my way of expanding, which is, you know, yeah. working with you. Um, I get to have the best of both worlds. Um, I get to have coworkers again. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, you also get to um, still be doing your thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still all going to be, you know, we all offer different services and stuff. Um, so I love that. Um, yeah. That to me is already like expanding and taking the next move into of course. the career and stuff. And um, well, and of course, you know, the surprise that came to me about expecting now. Um, um, I think that's another thing that I always had in my head when it came down to like opening a business mm-hmm. and opening a salon. I viewed it a little bit different than a lot of people do. Okay. I like the flexibility that comes with the beauty industry because I, you know, it wasn't in my plans to have a kid Mm -hmm. right now, but it was in my plans to, you know, um, grow, uh, you know, have a family. Um, I got married two years ago and, um, you know, I did know I want to have kids. And so um, 
just the flexibility that's offered in this industry, I knew that, you know, I had worked so hard for yeah. all these years to be able to do a little bit of both. Um, of still work, you know, and um, do what I love, but also take that next step, you know, when the time comes to be a mom. So um, I'm excited for that. I think it's going to work out. Um, I hope it does. Of course it is. <laughs> I hope it does. Um, I don't want to, um, you know, step back yeah. from doing hair at all. Um, but, of course, I'm just going to have to slow down a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, and that's okay. It's going to really make you miss work and really enjoy it when you do it. Yeah. So yeah, and that's I, awesome. I think, um, you know, we were talking about it earlier, how we're such workaholics. And yes, we have our days off that aren't really our days off because mm -hmm. if we have clients that want to come in, we're like, okay, you know, go yeah. ahead and come in. Come in. Yeah, I can just, do one. I'll do it in the morning. <laughs> um, but so now I think I'm just going to have to be super strict on that yeah. to where yeah. um, be able to separate my time that this is, you know, time for my child and mm -hmm. my family and then this is my time to work yeah if it'll come with time i mean i'm so glad that i get to be a part of this you know now because so i'm already yes <laughs> i'm gonna see her i'm gonna throw a baby shower like i already see myself throwing her a baby shower at the salon um so i'm excited I'm so excited. thank you so much laura for coming and I can't wait to be neighbors right next to each other and chat it up every day. Yes, I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Of